Greetings, everyone, and thank you so much for joining me. Welcome to episode three, yet another episode of the Cherish the Soul Entertainment Podcast. I am your host, Miss Eleanor Smith. Thank you again so much for joining me, taking time out to listen to what it is that I have to say in regards to entertainment and celebrity news. So my commentary entertainment news stories. This is all what this show is about. And of course, interviews. So I will be interviewing celebrities as well as anyone, any mover or shaker out there who are doing some amazing things. So I actually have a jam-packed show for you today. I'm going to later on, I'm going to be interviewing Mr. Randy Weston of Judah, of the group Judah Band. Judah Band, and he is going to be talking to me about his career and how he got started and all of the philanthropy that he does and all these other amazing things that he is involved in and what his message is with his music. So I cannot wait for that. So you guys definitely stand by and stay tuned, I should say. Let's jump right into these stories. Now, do you guys remember the show Living Single? Of course. If you are a 90s baby or 80s or 90s baby, you definitely remember that show, Living Single. It it starred Queen Latifah, Khadijah James, (laughs) who was the journalist and the magazine owner and editor, Uh, Kim Fields, who ran her boutique. She was all into shopping and planning planning parties and things like that. Kim Coles, who was Sinclair, and Erica Alexander, who was Maxine Shaw, attorney at law, and T.C. Carson, who was Kyle Barker. (laughs) That's how he would would say his name. Well, T.C. was recently, he did a recent interview on Comedy Hype. It's a show um, on YouTube, and actually it may be on some other platforms as well, digital platforms as well. But... TC did a recent interview in which he explained what happened to him on that show. He got really candid about his experience on the show with the executives. Now, he had an amazing bond. He still has an amazing bond with the uh, other castmates, and they are really friends in real life. But I was a little disappointed and kind of just really hurt that he went on to say that he was fired from the show. And I was like, whoa, you know, I did seem, I did find it a little strange. Do you guys remember when the, I believe the last season of the show, he, he was, he went to London, his character went to London and him and Max, they had to try to find some kind of middle ground with their relationship. They didn't know whether they, whether or not they were going to stay on or off. And he went away on business and he ended up leaving. So that's how they wrote him off the show. And I found that a little strange and I wondered why that was and why that occurred. So he did say that he was fired and they got rid of him. And But the way it was done, it was just so awful and tacky and unfair. And he eventually, unfortunately, got blackballed and could not find any, uh, any more decent work after that, shortly after that. So it, it, it's so... It's so just what's the word I'm looking for it's just malicious and hateful that people do that especially to 
talented, creative, and wonderful artists and actors, musicians, and singers, and you know all and you know and the like because that happens a lot. Unfortunately, but it is very true that a lot of black singers and performers and even actors, Hollywood is just no joke when it comes to 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 us. And sad but true, you know, it, it was definitely the thing that Monique uh, was speaking about that when it came to African Americans in Hollywood, we are definitely treated unfairly. And but you guys go and check it out and see it for yourselves. It's not really that long, not that long, but. Um, he just articulates and speaks so regal and he carries himself so just beautifully, I feel, um, that you just hate to see, you feel for him and you hate to see that he had to go through that. Um, and I I remember seeing him on about maybe a year and a half ago, maybe a year ago, he was on Greenleaf. He was featured on Greenleaf and I was so glad to see him. And I believe another show, but I can't remember the actual show. But um, yeah, so you guys check that out. Um, The show again is called Comedy Hype and YouTube it. You know, anytime you got you all hear me say YouTube it, definitely go to YouTube and check it out. Again, hit the actor's name. His name is T.C. Carson and he played the... Ladies man, the infamous Cal Barker. <laughs> so I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I believe that one day I, you know, uh, I, they need to be either reboot the show or do something. Uh, I would love to see a reboot of that show. I would not mind at all, but we shall see. You never say never. Moving right along to some baby news. So congratulations are in order to Mr. Kevin Hart, comedian and actor Kevin Hart and his wife, Eniko Parrish. They are expecting their ch- second child together. He already has two other children from his previous marriage with Tori Hart. And him and Aniko, they have a two-year-old son and they are expecting yet another addition to their family. So congrats are in order for them. And also to Miss Latoya Luckett and her husband, Tommy. Um, Latoya, of course, is from the hit group Destiny's Child. She's one-fourth of that. And she also had an amazing, amazing uh, solo run where she did have a few hits under her belt. So she is expecting her second child, her and her husband. They are expecting Bundle of Joy number two. And Mike Epps and his wife uh, welcome, are welcoming a new addition. I believe she either she already had the baby or she's expecting. But how be ever, congrats are in order for all three couples and happy baby, happy life. So I wish them all the bless, the bless, well... <laughs> the best I mean (laughs) I cannot talk I wish them the best and of course God bless them all in these new bundles of joy the Essence Festival the performance lineup has been announced you guys Um, the Essence Festival will be taking place this summer July 1st through the 5th it's actually an annual big huge event in new orleans louisiana and i have yet to go down there i I need to definitely because i keep hearing that it is the bomb it's off the chain and as far as the the performances and the you know the entertainment the the workshops everything it's just all worth it and i may be 
definitely heading down there sometime. They they actually essence magazine actually they're going to be celebrating they're celebrating 50 years in publication which is very historical definitely a milestone um patty labelle is going to be there janet jackson janelle monet Raphael sadiq and among some others are going to be scheduled to perform down there they're actually adding some more groups to the lineup so be on the lookout for that um Raphael sadiq i really I love all of these artists that I did just name, but Raphael, he, I really, really hope and pray that he rejoins Tony, Tony, Tony. <laughs> I am hoping and praying and, and wishing and doing cartwheels and <laughs> I, cause I love his voice. He was no shade to the gentlemen who, you know, are, are the um, group's vocalists now and no shade to Dwayne Wiggins, his brother and the other gen- the other gentleman who's in the group, but Raphael to me was the heart and soul of Tony Tony Tony. When you think of those hits, it never rains in Southern California. It um, it feels good. Anniversary, whatever you want. I mean, I can go on and on and on. That group was amazing, and Raphael just was the icing and the cherry on top of that group so i really hope he comes back and they all you know work together again and either do another album and and, and then tour or probably both we shall see never say never okay i'm keep hoping keep hoping and wishing all right i'm putting it out there putting it out there in the spirit in the in the universe (laughs) y'all but anywho moving right along the clock sisters legendary and iconic gospel group the clark sisters um they are gonna be featured in a new tv biopic that's premiering easter weekend so gospel singer kiara sheard she's gonna be playing her mother karen clark sheard you know she you know there was twinkie and jackie and you know you know i believe some other sisters um but there's the movie is going to be called the clark sisters first ladies of gospel and it's produced by Queen Latifah, Missy Elliott, let me see, and also Mary J. Blige. So it's going to be airing Saturday, April 11th at 8 o'clock on Lifetime. Wow, I cannot wait to see that one. I'm very excited to see that. I remember watching their, they, TV One did an unsung episode on the Clark sisters not too long ago. It wasn't that re, it wasn't recent, but it was, wasn't really that long ago either. And I really thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a very interesting story. So now all of that is going to be on the television screen, their lives, their journey in the music industry. And, you know, they're known for, iconic you know like that's the only way I, I how i can describe them iconic and legendary they're known for hits like um is my living in vain i'm just going off the top of my head you brought the sunshine and just countless others they are award-winning and deserve definitely deserve all of the accolades and the uh, attention and the roses and pretty much that they are receiving right now. So I'm very happy that their story is going to be brought to the television to, to, to reach all masses. So big ups to the Clark sisters, mad much love and respect. 
Now, you guys, definitely stay tuned for my interview with Mr. Randy Weston of Judah Band. Keep it locked right here. This is Cherish the Soul Entertainment Podcast. Okay, so um, first of all, thank you for joining me, um, for taking out the time to uh, join my podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Um, so I understand now um, you are the creative genius behind Judah Band. <laughs> now, can you just tell me a little bit about Judah Band and what you guys, um, the message and the the, the the genre of music that you guys represent? Yeah, Judah Band is a, is a Christian pop gospel <laughs> group that uh, we are based out of Indianapolis, Indiana. And uh, we are, um, we are uh, equal, equally musicians as we are singers. Uh, I put us together uh, it was we were never supposed to be national recording artists or being on billboards or anything that God has done for us because initially we were, it was just supposed to be a uh, one concert deal. We didn't even have a name, <laughs> and mm. I put it together just to kind of highlight some music that I had written uh, because a lot of people were doing concerts, but they were of other people's music. So I was like, you know, I'm a songwriter. I want to, you know, do some of my own music and just highlight it. Uh, and one thing led to another. People were inviting us, so I had to put a name together, but I wanted to, uh, the name Judah Band came because I wanted everyone to understand that we were a praised, a praised group, but that it was not just singers. A lot of times the musicians are uh, kind of pushed to the back burner, and it's uh, the people singing that were made to highlight, but we are all-encompassing. So uh, that's kind of the basis of what we uh, what we do and God has blessed us to travel the world uh spreading this message. Mm, absolutely. That is wonderful. Now tell me about the new EP Hush. How did you come up with the title and what is the the um concept behind that yeah, project? The the title Hush actually was a command that God actually gave me. I was worried about certain things. I was trying to figure some things out. And in the midst of my, my complaining prayer or my questioning prayer, God literally told me, hush, I've been God a long time. I don't need your help. Mm. And so this project is 100% about us um, taking the back seat and our, our worries and human nature's, uh, <laughs> Our human, our, our natural things that human, as humans we go through, taking the backseat and having faith that God will do exactly what he said he's going to do. So it's a faith project. The project is all about faith and our response to uh, like it's already uh, done, whatever it is that we're believing in for. So we've got songs on there like Promises that are uh, it's a country song that's kind of uh, is just saying promises. Uh, mm -hmm. tend to be broken, but God will never leave you alone. These are just his, this is our faith, you know, being activated. So, uh, and now, you know, I, I didn't really understand much why he said that, but with the current crisis that we were in, now I see what it was and that our faith would be tested in, in these days like never before. So I'm glad yes. we were obedient to God. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Um, now, how actually, um, walk me through, how did you actually get started in the music business? Because I understand that you were teaching um, music and music history. So how did the the performance aspect? Yeah, so I've, I've always been in music ministry um, as a child, you know, growing up as a pew baby. Uh, <laughs> growing up in church, I've always been a musician, always uh, so I've always been in music ministry. Um, I was a classroom teacher. I taught economics, history, music. I was a dean at one point uh, over my seven years of teaching and being in education. Uh, and the demand for the ministry grew so much that I could no longer be in the classroom, you know, in the school building. And so uh, that process, it was hard to do because I'm very passionate about uh, teaching. I was very passionate about the ministry that happened in my classroom and in my school. You know, I was really passionate about that. Uh, but the demand to the world kind of got uh, got a little bit stronger. And so uh, here we are. <laughs> mm, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Now, I also understand that um, you, uh, you know, have survive you are basically a cancer survivor and um can you talk to me about your experience with that and how how you have overcome and what you would like your audiences you know what you would like audiences to take away from your story yeah it was it was one of, it was the toughest uh toughest bestest time of my life um uh, obviously when you're in it you don't necessarily see it that uh, I, I would say that God trusted me with that affliction just to save me and to save my life mm -hmm. because what that did, it recalibrated everything in me. Uh, long story short, I was down for uh, several months recovering. And in that recovering, while my body was recovering from cancer, my spirit and soul and mind and emotions were recovering from a whole lot of other stuff that, I, that God wanted to do in me. Cancer was just his way of getting me to sit down long enough that he could do it. And so on the other mm -hmm. side of that, I've walked into the great, when I say the greatest moments and seasons of my life that I couldn't have asked for, he's caused dreams that I've never had to come true. And it was because, wow. and it was because of that recalibration. I feel that the world is in that same space right now with this pandemic. I believe that God is gracing us with time that he can recalibrate, re you know, refocus some things and do some things in us that he would not have been able to do if we were going the way. Um, and while I know it's yeah. trying and troublesome for a lot of uh, a lot of people for their jobs and all the different things and the variables that come with it, I believe there's a greater. I believe the greater uh, masses are, are going to benefit from this if we see God. So um, that cancer battle, you know, it, it literally was for my good. Um, and he gave me a whole project in, in those months, you know, recorded a whole album mm -hmm. in, in those months. Sure. Sure. Now, you mentioned um, a little earlier, earlier that, um, you know, with that battle, that dreams were birthed um, throughout that whole um, process, that whole, you know, issue that you were having with, with your health. What can you share with me? What certain dreams came to fruition in regards to? Um, you going through that? Yeah. So, um, you know, prior to going through that, um, I was all, Judah Band was already moving. We were already booked, right? We were already doing things. We were already um, 
recording projects and records and things like that. We were already doing that, but it seemed that we had plateaued for quite some while. So we were busy, but we, we, we were not necessarily quote unquote moving up. We were our masses, our, you know, our reach wasn't necessarily expanding too, too much more. Uh, and so I, I, I didn't grow up wanting to be a, a recording artist. That was never something I wanted to do. I always wanted to write and produce music for recording artists. So that in itself is a dream that I never dreamed coming true. God knew, you know what I mean? Mm. So that right there was something. But coming out of that, um, we ended up signing a, a major record label deal. Coming out of that, I didn't dream of it because when I did that record, I told the group, I said, listen, I can't promise nothing's going to come from this. We're going to win whatever fish they may be, whether it's 10 or 100 our fish. And whatever happens, that's that. I didn't know that we were going to be nominated for awards and stellars and considered for Grammys. I didn't know. You know, I had no aspirations of that. I just knew that I had to be obedient. And whatever came from the obedience is what it was going to be. God literally had to take because prior to that, you know, I had my goals set on. I would do things to make to try to push the hand of God, I guess. And, uh, you know, uh, my ambitions had gotten in the way, my own ambitions, even though they might have been for uh, for good. Put your ambitions mm-hmm. before the glory of God, then you are you are you're you're gonna be step you're gonna be stifled, especially if you're using His name. And God literally told me I, I was I was kind of uh, frisking Him, saying, you know, well, God, I've been name, I've been prophesying and writing and playing in Your name and all these different kind of things, and you let me get cancer. And His response was, Yeah, you've been doing it all in my name, but you haven't been doing it only for my glory. And so he literally wow. told me that I had, and so mm. I had to get the pimp, my pimp hand out of me. <laughs> I had to get that together, <laughs> you know, uh, be- and I didn't even know. And I, honestly, I believe a lot of people, we don't intend to, but when you start trying to uh, move the, move the hand or, 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 you know, try to impress record executives so much so that you will ignore the glory of God so much so that you'll take a song that God gave you and it's pure twist it around so that people will feel a certain way about it and that and God had already given it to you the way he wanted it to hear you know those types of things so coming out of that that recalibration again then God started breathing here comes the record deals that I didn't dream of didn't want didn't think anything of uh here comes the nominations here comes the the travel overseas here comes you know all these different things that again Mhm. Mhm. Now, um you guys travel all over, over the world. I you know, I uh you said that you guys do travel all over the world and you all perform. How did you go about p- uh picking and choosing the the actual singers that are with yep, you? I handpicked. I handpicked everybody. Uh I picked picked them from not just skill set, but what you you see different backgrounds, you see different struggles, you see different testimonies. And I feel like it was I was doing my bestest to um, make sure that I picked people who would connect with a different somebody everywhere we went. The audience that I connect with won't be the same person as my drummer, uh, you know. And so those people, it's everybody holding their own weight and their own uh, their own responsibility to the to the fish that they're supposed to catch. So. It was it was strategic yeah. in that. 
I, I see. I see. Now you are, um, you've done some work with the National Down Syndrome Society. Mm-hmm. Can you speak to me about that? It's as something well? that is very close to my heart. I mean, uh, you know, philanthropy is something that I, that I am really, really uh, passionate about with the NDSS. That is something that I have been a part of for the past eight years, uh, maybe even more than that. But, um, I grew up, my best friend growing up as a child uh, had Down syndrome and uh, amongst, amongst other okay. things. So uh, I, it was easy for me. That was an easy uh, passion, you know, for me to get in um, into. Uh, so uh, I, I do walks and marathons outside of the donations that we make monthly uh, to the NDSS um, for the, you know, the, the continued research of uh, patients with Down syndrome. So I really, 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 I, that's something that I hold really dear. Yes, great. Um, and you also are very, very passionate about getting young people to the polls and, you know, getting them registered to vote. Um, how important is that to you? And why do you feel the need to really um, tackle and get a hold of the youth and when it comes to yeah, voting? I, I think that um, as a as a spokesperson for uh, for millennial voter registration, uh, I was asked to be that as an influencer. Uh, but it, it really, to me, uh, I didn't know the weight of my other the person who I voted for or people who I voted for wins or not. I didn't understand that mm-hmm. the weight of it, and so I am passionate about just the the uh, the exercising of that right because at the end of the day the person who we vote for may not win but everyone is hurt Mm -hmm. and that to me uh that to me makes me feel better when we go back and we look at numbers and we say well such and such won uh but the people didn't really speak then i feel like okay this is a default victory now if we all show up (laughs) we all show up and do our due diligence to vote uh, and, and uh, you know, the victor is, is, is not who we chose, then at least we can say, well, the people have spoken. But to not use our voices at all, to me, does this earth a great disservice. Uh, and so I'm, I'm passionate about that. I, it's not for me. It's not even about who wins or loses. It's not about I don't care who you vote for. Really. I really don't. I, I just care that you exercise that right so that we have a uh, a real a real number, a real consensus, you know, of, yes. of what, what we feel like we need, you know, as a country. So, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so how can, I know you are on, um, you guys are on E1 Nashville. Um, so how can we, how can everyone actually get a copy of the new You can EP? go on all digital outlets, uh, every, every digital outlet that you can get it from. Uh, Google Play to iTunes to Apple Music to everywhere. It's everywhere. You can get it on any of those places. There are still some people who like hard copies. I believe you can order hard copies off of Amazon um, online and maybe even Walmart online. So uh, um, you can get it in those places, though. Okay, wonderful. Now, how can um can we where can we find you on social media? Are you on Twitter, Instagram, and all? We're on that? Instagram. You can follow me at Judah underscore Band at Judah underscore Band or on uh, Facebook Judah Band. Um, also for booking and anything else, uh, including our 
Glam Shop, where we sell some of the um, merchandise that we wear. Some of those things uh, on our website. You can always go to judaband.com uh, for all those things, including tour dates as well. So, Okay, and so that is Judah, J-U-D-A-H, band, B-A-N-D dot com. Absolutely. And now I meant to ask you um, before um, we before we close. I meant to ask you, how did you come up with the name Judah? Judah's implications in the Bible meaning praise, and so we uh, so we okay. are a praise band. So uh, and then also okay. Judah was a lot of times before there was uh, victory or war, they sent the band. They spent they sent Judah first, the praisers, the Levites. So that was where that came from with the fir- with the front line. Ah, I see. Well, thank you so very much. I have truly enjoyed um, you. Uh, It has been my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, sir. And are you working on anything new? Um, I know you got the EP, but any other upcoming projects? We've got new videos coming. Uh, We've got a full-length movie that we'll be sharing here in uh, in the next few months, uh, hopefully, with... (laughs) Once we get through this this little setback that has set everybody's calendars back, right? Uh, but we got yeah, and <laughs> some touring bit. coming, so those things right there are what we're looking okay. for. Okay. And what is the movie going to be about? <laughs> the movie is called More Than I Ever Expected. Yeah. More than I ever expected. And what is the premise of it? Do you or do you? Did you uh, the premise. The premise is. Is is the supernatural? Is is the supernatural? Um, the supernatural encounters of God, where um, yeah, the, the, it's just basically um, you know you have one thing in your mind, and then God does something totally different. Um, and he does he sure. does more than you ask for, more than you expected. So the movie is kind of uh, shows it shows an expectation, and it shows God. Uh, doing more than that so it's it's different it's kind of a filmsical it's kind of me it's kind of, of a musical as well so yeah yes absolutely now, and you guys are also on youtube absolutely. is correct absolutely so we can just yeah so people can just type in judah band and videos oh, yeah. will, you've got to go check out the videos i think people would love the creative uh process of those videos uh they're all different so they'll enjoy them yeah Yes, yes, absolutely. I've already seen I've already seen a few, so yes, we will. (laughs) That's just I'm just saying. Okay, well again, thank you so much and you have a great, great day and be well. You too. Thank you. All right now. Take care. Bye bye. Once again, special thank you and shout out to Mr. Randy Weston, my very special guest for this episode of Cherish the Soul Entertainment. Definitely sending him some love, success, and prosperity. Very inspirational story and very inspirational message that he is giving out to the world with his music and other gifts and talents and philanthropy work. I definitely dig it. You guys definitely stay tuned. I will be having some more interviews coming your way so this is just the tip of the iceberg so be on the lookout and stay tuned keep it locked right here this is cherish the soul entertainment podcast and always remember to never forget to cherish your soul bye for now